It's fine. Are they, are you hearing me talk? Yes. Oh, I thought I was on mute. I, well, no, you. I'm not muting you. Oh. Hello and welcome to the AirPods podcast. Uh, mom, come back, mom. It's it's a, it's a basketball show. Hey. Do you like basketball, Mom? I love basketball. Fantastic. I try to root for the Wizards. They get on my nerve. Good morning. Nobody talking to you. Bye. I said good morning. I haven't said anything. You definitely I, sound more like your mom than your dad. I feel like. Oh. That's that's that, absolutely true. I feel like both of your brothers were like cloned from your dad, and you are definitely your mom's kid. Yeah, you could tell by my hair. I got the I got the mom hair. For sure. I'm Mike Benner. You also have like like both your brothers have like your dad's kind of like perfectly quaffed hair and facial hair like is one thing together. Like I feel yeah. like I'm more of like your dad's ilk right now with like the, the length <laughs> of everything are, going on, you, you know? You are my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. Happy basketball, guys. It's the season to We're believe in. Basketball preseason is underway. Who? Who? Have you been watching? Uh, did you watch the uh, the game on what was it? 3 a.m. Uh, Friday morning? Yeah. I watched the first one that was at 6 a.m. East Coast time. I did not see the second one, mm. but I did notice that. We played decently. I mean, against the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Once it, the, all the backups came in, our backups are terrible. Our I, like the Wizards' problem is player development and like drafting, and it showed in the fourth quarter of both of these games. Straight ass, Johnny Davis not ready. But Will Barton looked good. Porzingis looked good. Rui looked good. Rui looked really good. But you know what? Before we talk more about this, let's get some business out of the way. I keep. I realize that I've like forgotten to do it the past like three episodes. Off season has been, you know. Yeah, it's not business time. Lay back. It's, it's off season time. We're having fun. But like we're back in business, baby. Go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you access to the Discord, gets you a direct personal connection with Peter. He will he will FaceTime you every night. He will rate your your penis. I will tuck you in. <laughs> Good night, my little baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's patreon.com slash airbudspod. And if you can't help us out that way, look, we get it. Times are tough. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a five-star review. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Uh, Hell yeah. Any other business, guys? At airbudspod on all social media, airbudspodcast.gmail.com if you want to send us anything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, buy low, sell high, motherfucker. That's it. <laughs> Back to Rui Hachimura, looking good. Jamal, do you think he'll take a leap this year, or do you think he's just like hyped up to be playing in front of his home country in Japan? Um, I think he'll take a baby leap. I don't know if he's he's not going to suddenly be an all star, but I expect him to be like you know serviceable, like good. You're not going to watch him and be like, oh, this guy sucks. That's where I land, somewhere in the middle. 
I feel like that's where you land for the entire team. It's like your goal I mean, for, for the Wizards are like, I just hope they don't suck. Yeah, seven seed. I don't. I have no expectations of winning a title ever. It's not. We're not going to get close. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what the Celtics do. It doesn't matter who uh, uh, gets sexually harassed in Boston. <laughs> Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Marcus Smart. That's all I'm saying. That's hands it. off. I think, you know what? I, I'm hands off our cutie. My biggest, the person I want to take the biggest leap is Monte Morris. I believe Monte Morris is going to prove he is a starting point guard this year. And I want it to happen more than anything. Also, wait. Have we talked about Kuzma's uh, new fake teeth? No. Kyle Kuzma has brand new fake teeth like all the rappers do. You got the veneers? Yeah, like Noriega. Uh, Big ass fake teeth. Every time he talks, it sounds like he's wearing a mouth guard. Where do I find these pictures of him? Well, it's kind of hard. You just kind of, kind of watch him. You just gotta kind of watch and look. Like I know he's on the Wizards like front page. He was like one of the Wizards last posts, like doing like mic'd up, and you can see it like a little bit. But he's I got big he's ass like fake that, teeth, like that dog that got a gold, uh, gold teeth. Do you see that? Yeah. Wait, is that from a movie where no, a dog is running around with human teeth? Oh, no. All right. Someone gave. There's a viral video of Kyle Kuzma being asked by a little girl on TikTok if you could switch closets with anybody, who would you switch with? Do you know what his answer was? Kanye Prince? West? Kanye West. Of course it was Kanye West. You know what news broke this morning? That uh, last night in Paris, Kanye West... White Lives Matter, baby. A White Lives Matter t-shirt on stage. With Candace Parker. Not Candace Parker. Oh, my God. Candace Owens. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is such a different Candace. Very different. Listen, I was in a basketball mode. I apologize. It's all right. Candace Owens. I feel, honestly, there are so many parallels to how we've talked about Kyrie Irving and Kanye. I mean, I guess, yeah, Kyrie is, I mean, Kanye is what if Kanye had a billion dollars? I don't know how to, I don't know who's who anymore. Do you think Kyle Kuzma is still switching closets with Kanye now that there are a bunch of White Lives Matter shirts hanging in I them? bet you a lot of players would agree that White Lives Matter. Jonathan Isaac. Yep. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Yep. Probably half of the Adelaide 36ers. I mean, at least the coaching staff. Andrew Michael, Bogut. Michael Porter Jr. Yep. Um, Ooh, are we coming up with a, a, a starting five for the all for the White Lives Matter team right now? <laughs> I think so. I think we got it. And three of the guys are black. No. <laughs> so good for them. Isaac is at the five. Or no, four. A washed up Bogut's at the five. Hayward's at the three. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. kind of just playing a big two. And who's the point guard? Matthew Delavadova. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Delavadova or Kyrie? We, we, Kyrie oh, will Kyrie. say White Lives Matter. Oh, Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Well, speaking of Australian players, guys, last night the Phoenix Suns lost to the Adelaide 36ers, which Pete already mentioned from <laughs> Australia. They lost 134 to 124 in their first preseason game. Uh, although that score makes it sound a lot closer than it actually was. The Adelaide 
36ers really, I mean, and look, it's not like the Phoenix Sun starters are in the entire no, time. No, let's not, let's not make any qualifiers. They played. They, they did, did participate. Play. They participated in the game. Uh, it, guys, the vibes were already bad in, in Phoenix. Uh, what with the Robert Sarver stuff, the Aiton uh, does not talk to Monty Williams stuff. Uh, does this help at all? Should we be worried about the Suns losing to a much less talented international team? Uh, actually, I think yes. I think yes. yes because a loss yes. like this, like this is the first game we're playing. Everybody's at odds. And you guys lose to a team from Australia. Handily. So I think like, I mean, if Monty Williams needed any help motivating everybody, motivating everybody to get on the same page, he got it. Early. It honestly feels like the Robert Sarver news is the least of anyone's concerns there. If the vibes are so bad. Well, that's also like my question, like how much does selling a team actually affect the players and the on-court performance? Like, do they give a shit? Not a ton, but in this case, it seems like it hurts because that was Devin Booker's best friend. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Devin Booker, uh, six man for the White Lives Matter team. Yeah, we got to put him on the roster. I think we can find room for Devin Booker in the starting five. Like Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah. could come off the bench. Well, let's, no, well, let's, take, let's, let's take no. Let's take Bogut Gordon. out of there. We've got and just go small. Yeah, Isaac yeah. at the five. Porter at like the stretch four, Hayward at the sloppy three. Do you call it a sloppy three? Yeah. Is that a term? It is now. <laughs> There's a sloppy three. Just a white dude playing the three, looking all hey, sloppy. You know whose threes weren't sloppy? The yeah, Adelaide 36ers. 36ers. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? They're called the 36ers. I looked it up. They it's fucking because took 36 attempts and they're May like 24. 40 short. They're like, like 40 short. Yeah. It's because it's celebrating the colonization of South Australia in 1836. What? Oh, that's trash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is ass, dude. The team is named after killing named Aborigines. After, yeah, named after becoming the bitch of the English monarchy. Well, you know, I think uh, really they should just be the the entire team roster of the White Lives Matter team. <laughs> well, well, okay, they're the D League team of it. They're named you know? for genocide committed by white people. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's damn it. That made me I don't so know. Have sad. Have you heard though. Michael Porter Jr. Tar? <laughs> uh, okay, but my question to you both. <clears throat> The two guys, their two leading scorers. This is Russell. Who's the other guy in that box score that went uh, absolutely? Mc, McMallahan? Yeah, whatever. Mr. Didgeridoo? Yeah. Whoever the fuck it was. It was a fucking baby dingo. <laughs> like, whoever the fuck it was. I, I mean, think they had to I'm, I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> that you think that we would remember an Australian player's name. <laughs> I, thank, look, man. Thank you. I, you're welcome. What my I'm saying, would you want either of those guys on your roster they could shoot it from Steph range dame range they look really good against nba talent you wouldn't want one of those guys over fucking shake milton uh 
I don't know. I mean, honestly, I didn't really watch many of the highlights uh, of this game. I just kind of read the recaps. Uh, you know what? I'll t- I'll I'll t- I'll I'll take a look at some highlights and then I'll tell you which players I okay. want on the Sixers. Over sure, we'll Milton. come back to that. We'll talk about yeah. it midweek. I watched half of it twice because I'm at my parents' house, and you know, my parents got the good cable. I used to know that until your mom changed her fucking password. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> things got switched up. Yeah, no, uh, I get I it. I think she got really mad that HBO Max was for white women and just and jump ship on everything. But yeah, so like they look good, dog. I would take a couple of them fools. Come on down. I don't know, but okay. I guess really what I'm wondering is what caused this? Was it their skill? I mean, they're not even the top of the Australian league. Was I feel in my mind? What caused this? Luka Doncic. That's what caused this. Well, the Suns, you know, the the Suns were probably talking shit. Somebody said something in the pregame. There's no way this just happened naturally without some extra motivation. I think it's a combination of the Suns probably not really respecting them and them going absolutely insane from three-point land. Insane. Crazy. These were contested threes. These were not – this was not terrible defense by the Suns. They got beat. And the Suns also definitely did not play like their their starters for I mean, sure. For uh, a lot of the game. Reason number 96 why I'm never inviting an overseas team over here to play me in the preseason. Because I'm just not going to open the door to this. Those guys overseas are way too hungry to yeah, play preseason NBA Yeah, the most game of their life outside yeah. of the Olympics. Probably you not. Got, most of them. You got one team who is probably slightly out of shape and and hates each other, and the other team who is playing for their lives. Yeah. I, I, it seems weird to just invite an opportunity to be embarrassed into your arena. Dog, I'm only inviting Chinese teams over because their government won't let them stay. <laughs> they got to play the so one game like, and go right back, dog. That's the only – you could come. If you play in the Chinese league, you could come pull up. So you, Any other because country, they, no. they know they have no way into the league. They're not going to try that hard. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they are. This is come on. You get one day in town. You we go into McDonald's and y'all ass is going right back. These dudes from Australia are like, I might get to go home and see my mom. Good uh, mom. Guys, on a on a related <laughs> on a related note. Uh, it was reported by Mark Stein that the Suns and the Mercury could sell for a record $4 billion. Seems like uh, the Suns should be clearance priced. I, I, think do, yeah. Suns- I do want to shout out a um, friend of the podcast, Billy Simmy, um, which is what I call Bill Simmons now. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, as soon as this news broke, guessed that they would be valued for $4 billion. Like he was like, I think it's like three point five to four billion dollars, and he nailed it. This is, I think, like this. We're gonna see a run on teams. Like I definitely think the Knicks could go up. You're definitely. I think if the Suns are four billion, you might see a run on a couple of these teams. That's what I was like thinking. It's like there's no way the Suns are worth four billion, but the Nets are only worth three point five. How much like, is the Suns and Four guy worth? Now his value increases. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's at least worth like three NFTs. And well, as of this cost, morning, but... it's been confirmed that his life matters. So he's got to like double in value. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jamel, how does it feel to be doing a podcast with two guys whose lives matter now? <laughs> I mean, it's all right, I guess. It'd be, okay. I guess I, I'd be, I, I'm gonna I, it go would ahead suck if we had to do it in person, but now that I only have to look at you guys in screens. <laughs> So it's like mine. Cool. Mine doesn't still doesn't matter. Don't worry. I got enough Irish in me that I don't matter. <laughs> Benner, Benner got the. They mailed him the census. Was like, hey, do you want your life to matter? And Benner checked no. <laughs> oh, no box. He wrote other. <laughs> hey, that hey, that's love, dog. Appreciate you, dog. Um, um I yeah, have the I, vibes with. Go ahead, Benner. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think uh, inflation is affecting everything, including the value of sports franchises. Yeah, no, no, you'll receive no argument here. I think it's weird. Four billion. What does that even mean? Like, is that what is that based on? Jersey sales, ticket sales? Like, what? Well, he only owns a certain person. He only owns like 30% of the team. So someone's going to have to buy Sarver out of like two, like $1.5 billion to become the majority owner. Right. He is the, he owns like 34%, but he is the majority owner, right? So he's like the controlling mm-hmm. owner. Yep. So what does that mean? That like they'll have to buy him out of whatever his share is worth and then they could just then they're just they just take his spot and there's still the other rest of the ownership team? Yes. Then there's still it. like a massive own like all of these teams are being owned by like hedge funds basically going forward. Uh, I miss the days of that, uh old eccentric guys who made their money in staplers and bought the team for $20,000 in 1972. And was still racist as fuck when they did it. But man, they just, you know, they really pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah. I mean, I I think think that's better than like, maybe, well, I guess I don't know. All rich people are bad, but it's like evil cabal, like BlackRock or whatever, like owning sports teams, like is, Maybe worse than like an individual owning the team. I don't know. So I'm still I trying to a, figure out this value shit. But go ahead, P. I have a parlay that I think exemplifies some of the chaos of the teams that we've talked about recently. Brooklyn, Phoenix. Do you guys want to get in on this over under this this over under parlay with me for team wins? It's five teams over unders. And it the if we get them all right, it's plus seventeen hundred, which means if we put down a hundred dollars, we win seventeen hundred dollars. I think this is a reasonable five team parlay that we could all get into. Hear me okay. out. Phoenix Suns fifty three and a half losing to this to the thirty sixers got to go under. No. They won like you think the Phoenix Suns are going to win more than 53 games? They won like 60 last year. And you think they're going to win 54 but games? Now they year. all hate each other. Um not to boy. mention Monty Williams lost his whole family so he gets sad at random times like Ted Lasso. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog, no, that's what, what happened. That is what happened. That is what happened. Okay. And the most so you've ever sounded like David Moore in your entire life. <laughs> I've been hanging out with them all weekend and kind of started to rub off. They won 64 games last year. You think they're going to go down 10 with basically bringing back the same roster, even if they do hate each other? 
I think you can't underestimate the cancer that is Chris Paul to wear out his welcome. And I think 50 wins is a great year for them. You've got the Pelicans. You've got the Memphises. You've got the, the Wolves. You've got the Clippers. The, the everyone West in the is, West is back. Everyone in the West is back. The East is Reloaded. probably better, but the West is legit back. Clippers and the Warriors. Uh, I don't think are. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George are going to sit out 20 games each. Still, but they're that's starting still the year. more games than they had than they were there. They're definitely yeah. going to play when the Suns play. Kawhi didn't play a single game last year, so now you you have fifty games with Kawhi. That's probably a couple more wins. That means they probably will beat the Suns once or twice. All right, I feel I I, I hear your your reticence on this, but let me go through the rest of the, uh, yeah. the five team parlay. Pelicans over for forty three and a half wins. Hmm. See, okay, so that's tough because they basically they started out real shitty last year, and then essentially, you know, after the first twenty games, played five hundred basketball to just make the play-in tournament. But they got a new team. I mean, they they added an all-star at the break. They added CJ McCollum, and I and they're adding I, Zion. Who's I'm still not sold on Zion being free. a real player. Zion, I'm sold on Zion because his shoes look really sturdy. Also, Brandon Ingram is a top 15 player this year. I'll go. I'll go over. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Herb Jones still, can I'm win rookie of the up. year in his second year. Is that possible? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm still not sold on Zion. Uh, I think everybody is like convinced he is a superstar when he has played a total of uh, 85 games in his career over three seasons. I don't know if he's an You're, all-star, but... You love Joel Embiid. I was not sure that he was going to become Joel Embiid until he and actually played... look how he played proved you wrong. And look third. how he proved you wrong. You weren't sure. Now you're sure as shit. But we've seen Zion play. And, and he, he looked good when, when he played. played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He keeps getting injured. I'm not like, I'm just like, not like, <laughs> that's okay. why I said the shit about the shoes. He's got reinforced shoes with rebar. All right. So I, I think you're better. right. Peter. It is over. So we're, we're at least a few, you feel better about the Pelicans than you do about the under for the Suns. Yeah. Bulls 41 and a half. I'm going under. Mm. Lonzo. May never walk again. He didn't play half the year last year. He's not, and they fell off hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a part Vooch of me has never, never come together there fully, and on the down, on on the downside. There's no way Demar Derozan is an MVP candidate this year. That means he's definitely going to be because you said that. You always say some shit that's the exact opposite of what happens. All right. So do you want to take this parlay just the opposite of everything that I say? That could be fun. I think under is right for the Bulls. I think signing Andre Drummond is a death knell for your your team. And we've talked about the East is so good this year. So fucking good. Yeah. Even your Wizards, I would say, have a more cohesive opportunity to be closer to the Bulls. Um, than that number. What's their what's their win total? What's thirty uh, seven? 
Wizards win total is good podcasting. <laughs> sure is. 35 and a half. Damn, that's pretty fucking low. <laughs> oh, is the Bulls 41 and a half? 41 and a half. I'm going to go under. Okay. Next one. Detroit Pistons. 29 and a half. I feel like that's definitely an over. They got better in the offseason. Did they? Uh, I think so. I, mean, I like Cade. I like Cade. Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, uh, Sadiq Bay is like maybe waiting to blow up. Um, Marvin Bagley the third is a decent player. Isaiah Stewart. I mean, they got some young, good players on this team. I feel like when I watched them last year, and especially when the Cavs played them, I was continually afraid of them, even if the Cavs were handling them. They just kind of like kept coming, and they felt like a young team that was making a bunch of noise. And they could, I mean, 29 and a half is low. They could win 32 games and be a shit team and still crush this over. They've got Kemba Walker, though. Hmm. Hey, I don't, I don't mind Kemba. It's about situations, man. Like, Boston needed him to do too much. But I think a team like this, he just gets to go score 18 a game and let the kids play defense. He's not going to score 18 a game. They've got like nine point guards on the team. Who are the other ones? They got that. Jaden Abbey, Cade Cunningham, Killian they Hayes. St- they still got fucking Frank Jackson's fucking insurance salesman looking ass. I, I think, think he signed have, with the Suns. Yeah. Uh, Corey Joseph is technically a point guard. The hell? Corey Joseph <laughs> is a fucking 2K created player that you didn't make any changes to. Uh, I would. I This one's tough. I, I could see them getting 35 wins or I could see them getting 19. I... I have more faith in them winning 30 games than the Wizards winning 35. I'll say that. Okay. All right. So go over. Let's go over. Last one. Brooklyn Nets. 51 and a half. I am taking the under on this. So goddamn hard. But it's only because you hate Kyrie Irving. Look how you're smiling. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's amazing that I think it's 51 and a half. I can't believe it's 51 and a half. I just think the like I haven't seen the multiverse of madness, but I imagine that Kyrie Irving is whatever evil version of Doctor Strange is in that movie. Where he's just like only there to kind of create systems of chaos. Yeah, that's true. How many games they win last year? Great podcasting. Good podcasting. I'm going to guess it is right around 48. It is 40, 48 and 24. Sorry. No. 44. 44, 48. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ben Simmons helps them get another seven wins. Uh, I don't think Kyrie is going to be playing the entire season, uh, whether it be because of injury or because he needs to go take a like, two week break, you know doing something crazy. Uh, I don't know that Kevin Durant 
is going to play the whole season. I'm going to go under 51 and a half. Like, seems wildly. It seems a ton wild for a team with so much like so much shit going on around it and in it. But everybody's but they're back. But the boys are back. It's Brooklyn, baby. Fabulous is from there. Well, he's right. Okay, so Fabulous gets you another five wins. Yeah, being from the same town as Fabulous gets you a few wins. All right, so I'm putting $2,000 on this. You guys with me? What's going on? No. Sounds great. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about what Benner said. Yeah, what Benner said. Guys, let's go on to some news. Uh, reports came out this morning from The Athletic that over the summer, the Lakers seriously consider trading Russell Westbrook uh, for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald from the Pacers, uh, but ultimately decided not to pursue the deal. Uh, the report said that it kind of happened. You know, it was like Rob Plink and Jeannie Buss were having meetings and were talking about going after this deal, but did not do it. Uh there was never a point where it said that they called the Pacers and, and negotiated. It just was like the Lakers got together and talked about this, but decided they didn't want to try for it. Uh, uh, let and me then ask they you, signed two more point guards and yeah. didn't get rid of him. Let me ask, what the fuck is the point of this this news? Like someone leaked this to try to like put pressure on Westbrook to like let them know like, hey, like you you could be out the door, buddy. You better cooperate, right? <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because everyone knows that already. It yeah. is known throughout the universe. Also, the low of Zach has been continually reporting for the last month that if the Lakers want to trade their last two unprotected picks to the Pacers, they can still get that deal done without Westbrook. So is it like them just still saying, hey, this deal's on if you want it? Like, It, I, seems, like, it seems like a Danny Ainge level, like we could have did this, but we didn't kind of piece of news and i don't understand why they didn't seems like it could have been really good for them to have those two players yeah i mean especially could say you got schroeder back you know i mean they what the fuck they don't really have a center right now so like they could use miles turner real bad (sighs) is anthony davis a lot. What position? What position does he play? Power forward. So annoying. So annoying how big he is. Yeah. Uh, right. I think in their preseason games, they they were starting Damian Jones uh, at center. I think Miles Turner would be a big upgrade over that. Uh, Thomas Bryant is the backup. Uh, Jamal, how do you feel about that? Wee. Because <laughs> he's not a wizard anymore. Yeah, I hope he uh, bought his house back from himself on Selling Sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like a weird piece of news. Guys, other news happened. Uh, The Miami Heat's Tyler Hero signed a four-year, $130 million extension. White lives matter. (laughs) Happy White Heritage Month. I'm going to kind of read you guys off. a list of, of names about uh, of people that he's going to be making about the same amount of money as like next year. And I want you to tell me whether you think he's higher or lower than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. Let's start with uh, Devin Booker more or less. Uh, less. 
He's going to be making a couple hundred thousand dollars less than Devin Booker. Wow. Uh, Joel Embiid. Can't be more. He's going to be making just a little less. About $100,000 less. That's what I thought. I knew it was still less. But so close where it's like, it's basically the same. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Less. He'll be making more. more. He'll be making about 250 grand more than Jokic uh, when this extension kicks in. Uh, Brandon Ingram. Also more. Be making about $2 million more. Ridiculous. I know everyone loves Tyler Hero. Uh, He's six man of the year. Uh, Is a a six man worth $33 million a year? Uh, Montrezl Harrell probably wants to murder this man. Yeah, Montres Harold just signed with uh, the Sixers for the the veteran minimum for a couple cheesesteaks. Yeah, I will say this probably is going to look way less crazy in like two years. There's potential for it to look way less crazy when he's actually a starter for them, and like Jimmy moves on or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it could eventually look less crazy, <laughs> but it's pretty Yo, crazy at this moment. By the way, honestly. Jamel can back me up on this, but Jimmy Butler looks like every dude on my block who's just like smoking weed and hanging out with um, the with the the shaved face and oh the and the extensions. The extensions, man! It is like he could just roll through to Crown Heights and no one would bat an eye. He's it's where he just, belongs spiritually. <laughs> you should do that. Come on through, dude. I kept him in a, I'm in a keeper league. Foolishly, I agreed to join some keeper league and I kept Jimmy. Um, probably gonna have a good year. Do you think Jimmy Butler is, has any feelings about the fact that Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson now pretty much make $70 million together a year? I know Kanye's happy about it. (laughs) Oh, it's Charlie. Hey, if it isn't the white knight himself. Yeah. Um, well, you know, let's uh let's 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 talk about Jamal Crawford. Hey. Hey, I he's know, been hired. Him. To, yeah, he's been hired to replace Dwayne Wade. Speaking of six men, three time six man of the year award winner, right? Uh but hired to replace Dwayne Wade to cover games during the TNT broadcast. Uh I'm excited for that. I like Jamal Crawford a lot. I like him too. I mean, obviously, this is the B team. This is the JV TNT roster, but I hope he's good. I would I would love it if he was good. What I like about his kind of like online persona, because like I don't think I've ever really heard much of him like broadcasting, but like I follow him on Twitter and Instagram, and like he is uh he's the opposite of Shaq in that he loves the game currently he loves all the players he's always like kind of complimenting people and like has he officially retired is he, he like still could he still probably not Monday while he's with tnt how old is he i think he's like 42 right i hope this ends with him breaking what's the white dude on that panel's name the one who's always no no nah, nah, not ernie the b team the jv team the one the yeah. one who's always wearing the cute sneakers I can't remember his name. Uh, Amazing podcasting. Oh, Adam Lefko. 
Yeah. He just <laughs> he just puts Adam Lefko in the hospital with a fucking <laughs> Here's what I did to Kurt Heinrich. Come over here, Adam. <laughs> Adam, take two steps to your left and then try to catch this ball. <laughs> I mean, there's potential there. I think I'm excited to see if him and Candace Parker argue or become best friends. I think they're going to become best friends. They both seem like, I guess, like, uh, like she seems like a dom and he seems like a sub. And so True. they're going to have this symbiotic relationship. Let me ask you this. What are the odds he reveals a, a never-before-told Clippers story? Oh, on inside the, the NBA on TNT. Now we're cooking. Right? That's what we need. We need him to start talking about the Turkaloo days. Is okay, is is the first game in the season is the Nets at the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. Is that gonna be on TNT? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it or is it ESPN? I'm looking at it, but if it's on TNT, I'm hoping that he can drop a couple Doc Rivers stories. <laughs> One time, Doc came in the locker room, golf clubs in his hand, and said, "If you guys don't come out, if you guys don't start strong, I'm leaving at halftime." <laughs> um. Speaking of uh, that, it was announced today that Ben Simmons is currently scheduled to play in the home opener against the Sixers. Uh, so am I. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, what Like, what are the odds he actually plays? I think he's going to play, man. I am excited to see what Benjamin Q. Simmons does this year. Because I'm not a Sixers fan. I'm allowed to be. Ben, oh, I'm you sorry. can't be. I misread the news earlier. They were talking about the preseason opener against the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> Season opener is the Sixers Celtics. I can't believe I forgot about that. Oh well. Hey, you know what? It Great was pretty podcasting. good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> incredible, stellar podcasting from us. This one's going to get us the um the ski body award. Yeah, we're gonna each have a potty. Is that the real award, Ned? They would not call it a potty. A potty? <laughs> you yeah. sure? I mean, it's a it's either an award for podcasting or something you take a shit in. It's about to say Charlie gets a potty award every day. Yeah. Hey. Twice today, actually. He got a potty award. All right, hey, let's wrap work, it up good. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, you want to say anything? Better hurry up. That theme song's coming on. Nope. Just wants no, he to wants out. He wants away from his father. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye. Join our Patreons. We can do that parlay. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. <laughs>